and welcome to FemPower You, the podcast series where we discuss topics to help empower women professionally, personally, and financially. I'm your host, Sibongilangako, and on today's episode, I'm super excited to be joined by Kate Hartsong, and let me tell you why. Kate is known as the confidence coach and is also an author, speaker, entrepreneur, and teacher. Kate's newest book, Humanity's Cry for Change, supports readers in knowing the importance of doing our inner work, building our confidence, and becoming empowered to make positive change in our lives. In doing so, this ripples out to create a better world. Thank you so much for being on the show, Kate. Glad to have you here. It's so wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, So let's dive into the first question. Confidence. I've talked about it so much with so many professionals just spanning a, a number of industries. And it, I think that's because confidence is at the core of so much, whether it's financial empowerment, professional empowerment, personal empowerment, you name it. And yet societal norms sometimes don't really encourage women to be confident. And so why is it that having high confidence and self-esteem is seen as being negative and selfish uh, in women? Excellent question. And unfortunately, people in the culture have uh, miss. It's a myth. Feeling that if we have confidence Maybe we feel like we're better than someone else or that I think I'm better than you. When, in fact, authentic confidence is really when I recognize my gifts and skills and I share them. And in doing so, I am actually living more authentically. As long as I know I'm not better than anyone else, that I am actually going to be giving of service (laughs) more more giving service when I'm living from a place of confidence. Um, I know especially women have been taught to think little of themselves and it's all about the other person. But in fact, really, it's so empowering and so important to know that the higher the confidence we have in ourselves, the better we can actually offer our gifts and skills. And this is where we really are more of service. I I love that because it's funny, I talk quite a bit about self-care and linking that to ironically and kind of paradoxically, our ability to take care of ourselves is directly linked to our ability to take care of others. Um, It's the whole analogy, you know, with when you're, when there's an emergency, God forbid, in an airplane, you have to put on your own mask first. And once you put on your own mask, you can take care of the people around you. Similarly, it sounds like with authenticity and confidence, once you have that at the core of who you are and in everything that you do, that allows you to actually make more of an impact in the world and and help um, and use your talents however you see fit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, And so how does, you, you mentioned authenticity, how does having confidence affect your authenticity as a person? Mm-hmm. You know, living authentically, and I'm sure your audience knows this, how important it is to live an authentic life. Yes. Sometimes easier said than done. But when we live an authentic life, we are more in alignment with our true selves. All of this happens with um, what I like to say 
uh, foundation, mm. the core, like you mentioned, the core is the confidence. Because as we have confidence, what this really means is we have awareness of ourselves. Mm. We have a belief and an assurance in our gifts and skills. And when we have that confidence, we're so much more uh, apt to really follow through and live an authentic life. That's why I believe that the core foundation is confidence, and that ripples out into having uh, just more of a uh, ability, a joy, uh, attunement towards living authentically. I love how you linked authenticity to joy. Because, um, you know, authenticity, ironically enough, can be an evolution. You think, I shouldn't have to journey to become my authentic self because it's who I am. <laughs> who I'm born to be. However, um, I think people generally, but women in particular, often have to find themselves and go on this journey to be more authentic. And I agree, it's not only um, in service of the world and kind of a way of making impact um, in the world. But for myself personally, when there have been times when I felt for whatever reason that I cannot be my authentic self, whether it's in my personal life or my professional life or some other arena, it really robs me of my joy. It robs me of kind of my bliss. It, it robs me of my sense of freedom um, and free will almost. It's, it's, I would liken it literally to feeling caged or feeling imprisoned. And so authenticity serves us and the world in so many ways by allowing us that freedom, that sense of inner joy to be the best version of ourselves. Is that what you found in your work? Oh, gosh, yes. And you say it so well. <laughs> it is so important. And the more we have that, uh, the true living of authenticity, the more that we can shine our light and that is contagious. That's right. Um, I have found that women, or anyone really, but my, mainly I work with women, it's as if living that authentic life is more, so more in alignment with who they are, which means, oh, they, they are in integrity with their values. Mm, that's right. Um, Living in integrity in and of itself is such a great way to have joy. Uh, and then also when you think about the, how do we feel? All of us know the feeling of when we use one of our natural gifts or skills, how alive we feel and how much more energy we have. And this is contagious and uh, others around us uh, can feel it and there's positive effects that we pass on to others. So yes, I have found that the more we live in that empowerment and confidence, uh, we just feel better. And this in and of itself brings what you said so well, the joy of uh, the bliss. And that then also helps cultivate um, and kind of, you know, solidifies or anchors that confidence and empowerment. Tell me about some of that inner work that you either work with your clients on or that women need to do in order to get to their most confident, authentic selves. I'll say for myself, you know, I found that I was pretty burnt out, as I think a lot of us are with, with, with everything that's been going on um, towards the end of last year. And that kind of 
um, was a reckoning for me where I realized I really need to align to my inner values. What are my four or five core inner values? And you mentioned values, which is what triggered this for me, um, that I, that are my moral compass such that whatever storm is happening around me personally, professionally, or otherwise, that's what I anchor to. What, what are some of the ways in which you've coached women or worked with women or others to, to find um, their, their authenticity and, and um, align to their values? Yeah. Um, there are so many simple tools and tips, which I will share later, mm-hmm. but I, I, I share so many of the simple tools that people can use to mm-hmm. incorporate. When we use these tools, it helps them to recognize, oh, I do have value. Mm. Certainly, as you all know, it's a, a spectrum of people from one end to another. Some need just a little help with confidence. Others have incredible depth of shame, which I used to have. I grew up in a family, um, like so many people, um, a highly traumatic childhood. And I also had a loss of hearing. So I had so much shame. And in my mid-20s, I decided I need to make a change. I was frustrated, very unhappy. So over time, and I've used many of the techniques I've learned with my clients, over time I've built up higher levels of self-esteem and confidence. It doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. You know, I am living proof, and I've seen others who have built their confidence So the inner work really requires, for some, a deep pain, Mm. a deep pain, and they don't want to live life this way anymore. And that's the impetus and the motivation to make change. And they'll find professional help or a coach such as myself. For others, it may just be an amazing awareness that they're not happy with their life. What can they do to make change? What's causing their unhappiness? For others, they know that there is such thing as confidence. And how can they build that? And they again, they may talk to a friend or a coach to see what can I do? What can I do to build it up? It does take commitment. Yes. It takes... What I have found is for some people it's difficult because... For them, it's really, uh, for some, they have a lot of shame. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, there's um, there's nothing right about me. There's something wrong with me. And I don't want to admit that, so I'm not going to get help. Mm-hmm. But there's so many others who w- are willing to make that change and willing to speak up. And as long as they know that they're okay, no matter where they're at, and this is what I emphasize uh, as a coach, with my clients that wherever you're at, you are fine. And you can always take those baby steps and move forward and not to have any shame around it. And I will add one more thing. I know it's easier said than done to not have shame. It's not like a light switch. You just turn off. Oh, I don't have shame anymore. But it is possible as long as we can have self-compassion, use effective tools, get the therapy if needed or just coaching, maybe just a friend or doing some work. Um, There's a lot of resources online. Thank you for sharing your experience, Kate. I think it's it's so good to hear and for the listeners to hear someone who's who's actually gone on that journey 
Um, and one of the big takeaways um, from what you just said is that it is a journey, right? It's not a button. It's not a light switch. Because I think that this idea of change feels really daunting to people um, and to women in particular because they see it as some, you know, monumental event that needs to happen overnight. But if you yeah. can um, start to your point with the willingness to change, if you can start with the willingness to change for those of you who are listening, that is probably yes. the biggest, most significant step you can take. And then after that, it's a journey of, of baby steps. It's a journey of, you know, daily movement in the right direction such that over the arc of time, you might find, wow, it's, it's, I'm, I'm a different person, or I feel at least like a different person than I felt mm -hmm. six, 12, 18 months before. Um, but the most important thing is, is the willingness to change. Yes. Yeah. And I love what you also said. A great reminder. It's baby steps. Yes. And I love this. I think it's a Peruvian quote that is so applicable here. Step by step, one goes far. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It doesn't have to be a leap, leap right? Just, just a step. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Um, so you mentioned awareness um, a, a bit ago. How can awareness and mindfulness begin to help women build higher self-esteem mm -hmm. and confidence? In some ways, I think awareness and mindfulness is number one. Mm -hmm. Interesting. For example... I will share this from when I was a child. I, I always said to myself, I am stupid. Mm -hmm. I am stupid. That was my mantra. And I beat myself down even more and more with that negative self-talk. Well, it becomes such habit. We don't always know what we're saying to ourselves. But the key is mindfulness and awareness. Uh, I have found with myself and my clients when we have an awareness and we're observing ourselves, this is where real change can begin to happen. So, for example, if I say I am, which I, I never do this anymore, <laughs> um, but if I say I am stupid, but I'm in a place of awareness, oh, mm. why did I say that to myself? Well, don't beat yourself up for putting yourself down. Simply be in a place of awareness and then replace it with a positive thought. Yes. Uh, you, you know, for example, I might say, I am doing the best I can. I am, or another one which I love is, even though I made a mistake, I am still okay. So you can't replace that thought unless you're in a place of awareness. Yes. The mindfulness around our self-talk is key. Mindfulness and awareness also around our body. How do I feel? Do I feel nervous and uh, perhaps a knot in my stomach when I'm around a certain person? Awareness and key is key to realize, why is this person triggering me? And then that's where inner work comes in. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind and compassionate. And recognize, yeah, there's something for me to learn here. When we do that and we're successful and we have the willingness to do it, which will help lead to success, we actually will build our confidence. It's going to offer us a brick, like one brick at a time, 
it's going to accumulate and we'll recognize, oh, I am successful with being able to, oh, for example, not have that negative self-talk so often. So whatever the situation is, having mindfulness around it, this will help build our confidence when we can replace, for example, the, I'm sorry, the the example I'm giving of the negative self-talk. As we replace with positive self-talk, this will bring our our confidence and self-esteem higher because we're, you know, there's so much power with the brain Mm -hmm. and how we talk to ourselves. So kind of a long answer to that question. So many good golden nuggets there. And I'd love to drill down on some of them. I love that you incorporate into mindfulness, which frankly escaped me for a long time, body awareness, because I think I was, it was a challenging thing to understand really how to, for me, how I could practically apply mindfulness and what it meant to really have that awareness. And I think what did help me is, well, how's my body feeling? What are my shoulders doing? Is my heart palpitating? Do I have that knot in my stomach? And those felt like very tangible things to focus on that I could immediately, um, become aware of and go about finding techniques to, to moderate and and regulate, whether it's slow breathing or songs, you know, I have like a song that I, I, when I feel uptight or nervous, there's a song that I, that I anchor to in my, in my mind and that automatically calms me down. So it's almost as if all of that, of course, is being triggered by your mind, all of those bodily reactions, those, you know, flight or fight reactions. Um, but focusing on the body almost has that reverse effect if you find the right tools of calming the mind and, and, and getting to mindfulness. And then just amazing um, to me, you know, these lies we tell ourselves, the, the, this self-talk. Um, and we, I've, I've read, and it's funny, I've, I've talked about it several times this week, um, the four agreements or works like that. Um, I, I personally love the teachings of Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, and what was really illuminating is that so much of what goes on in our mind is not reality. <laughs> it's belief systems that have been passed out, down to us or that we've developed as a survival mechanism in early childhood. Um, it is self-negative self-talk, things that we tell ourselves we, we really believe are true, but there are literally lies that we tell ourselves. And when we start to apply the mindfulness that you were talking about and that awareness and start to parse out, wow, that's just a lie. <laughs> that's, that's literally a lie that my mind is trying to sell to my to me. Um, you, you really do see how 80, 90% of the things that go through your mind are actually not real. They're just beliefs that you've, negative beliefs that you've superimposed on your own mind. And a lot of that inner work, I imagine, is, is shedding yourself of those those negative beliefs. Absolutely. And it's key to know, the more we say something, whether it's a positive or negative words, the more we say it, the more it literally, physically, in the brain gets ingrained. There are uh, grooves in the brain. Um, Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about, uh, what is it, Uh, neurons that fire together, wire together. Mm. So the physical neurons in the brain 
the, the physiology behind our self-talk, it, it greatly affects it. And so the more we say something, the more we think something, the more we focus on something, the bigger it gets. So this is why I'm so excited because it's called neuroplasticity. <laughs> Sometimes I can't pronounce that word, but anyway, <laughs> uh, powerful uh, to know that because like you mentioned, the, the conditioning from childhood yes. or even during our adulthood, the conditioning by repeating certain phrases or having certain beliefs, the good news is it can be undone. That's right. So for me, I, I had a lot of shame. I didn't think I was worth anything. I thought I, I thought it was a mistake when I was a child. So I have actually been able to undo that by having positive words as well as uh, a lot of personal work and development and many years ago, psychotherapy. But the point is the brain can change and we can condition to a new life. That's right. And what I got um, earlier, but also you, you brought it up for me again just now, is that it's one thing to try to get away from negative self-talk or other kinds of to toxicity but you have to replace it with something. And I think that's the challenge that folks often find. They're trying to, they, they, they have that awareness and they're trying, they know they need to change and to get away from those um, habits because really that's what they are, but they don't realize that they also have to replace those negative mm -hmm. habits positive one. So instead of the negative self-talk, it's positive affirmations or positive self-talk. And so you kind of need both sides um, of the coin, the awareness, mm -hmm. as well as replacing it with things that are more positive. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. And also to keep in mind that we can make change. It'll be so much easier when we're in a place of awareness and mm -hmm. mindfulness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. So to wrap up, we talked a little bit about um, some of the inner work and coaching and, and uh, awareness and mindfulness that you do with your clients. Can you share a few tricks, if you will, and tools oh. to help our listeners start building more confidence and self-esteem? Oh, absolutely. I'm, and I'm so honored to share these tips. One is, and it's really very simple and very powerful, and that is simply... Every day, get in the habit of writing down or just even thinking about three things that you can acknowledge yourself for. And these don't have to be big things. They could be as simple as you were there to help a friend. You were listening to a friend. Um, it could be you made a meal for your family. It could be that you showed up for work even though you don't like your job. It could be very simple things. But as we focus on what is going right in our life or what we can acknowledge ourselves for, this actually helps to build more of that foundation. And it can help us to realize, oh, I am doing some good. And it really has a, a, an amazing accumulative effect. So that's one tip. Very simple. In the morning or at night, Write down three things that you can appreciate yourself for or acknowledge yourself for. And that's amazing because those are all, I mean, even some of the things you mentioned are things we take for granted, right? How many people go to work every day? They go to a job that maybe is not ideal. They, they don't love it, but they do it anyway. And people see that as 
they, they, they wouldn't acknowledge themselves for, for the duty that they're living up to. But, but that's a perfect example of something that, that can be part of that exercise. Excellent point. Yeah, we take it for granted, but really we can acknowledge ourselves right. for it. That's great. Uh, another tip would be, actually, this is from my book, Humanity's Cry for Change. I call it the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And what it is is to assess And check in with yourself. What is working with your life? What is not working? And when you can assess, like, what are your values? Or are you happy at your job? Mm -hmm. Or ask questions like, what makes my heart sing? If you can do this, I promise you will find beautiful treasures. Because I know within each one of the listeners here, there are immense amounts of treasures Each one of us have natural gifts and talents that we use. And I want to empower your audience to know how it's okay and necessary to embrace Mm. and to know the greatness of who you are. So doing this treasure hunt can allow you to kind of assess where is your life now and kind of perhaps remind yourself, what are your values in life? What gifts and skills can I offer others that comes to me so naturally? And when I do this, I feel light, I feel radiant, and I'm of service. Yes. So this is a fun exploration. And to do it with kindness and compassion. (laughs) And then I have one more. Um, Again, this is really powerful. And some of your audience uh, listeners may have heard of this. Is really powerful, and that is to look into the mirror, looking into your eyes with compassion, and just appreciate yourself. Um, when I was 41, when I started this exercise, I couldn't look for more than a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. There was such shame. But over the years, I've been able to overcome this. And I will just uh, really empower you listeners to know there is so much to appreciate about them looking straight into your eyes as you would someone who you love that's right and hopefully that's you yourself looking in the mirror is a really powerful exercise it's so interesting and and you you really hit the nail on the head um there there was an there was an exercise that i did in my 30s which was look in the mirror and say i love you Oh, just yeah. in the same way that you would, to your point, that to someone you know whom you care about, and it's amazing how difficult that was in 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 the early stages. Um, yeah. And so, you know, expressing that same self love, that same compassion, mm-hmm. that same understanding, that same empathy that I express with my children and my husband and my friends and my co basically everyone else, <laughs> to the point where I really came to the realization. my standard for what I would want for myself became, would you, my my best friend's name is Felicia. (laughs) And would, would you find that acceptable for Felicia? And it it was amazing how many things I tolerated for myself um, that I would say was a deal, absolute deal breaker, not acceptable for someone that I care about. Um, so, So that exercise of looking in the mirror um, and all the variations of it that are out there, I think it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's powerful as is the treasure hunt. That's that's amazing. Yeah. I love I love the idea of thinking that you know all these hidden kind of latent talents and yeah. joys 
are, are things that are within us. We just need to go find them. Go and trust Absolutely. them. Absolutely. I love yeah, that. Yeah, go find them and, and know it's the truth about you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That That's who you are. Is yeah. that 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 just needs to be uncovered? Yes, absolutely. Amazing, yes. amazing. Well, thank you, Kate, for joining us. This was um, just beautiful, beautiful podcast. Oh, we appreciate it. Beautiful. Thank you for having thank us you. here. Um, if yeah. folks want to get in touch with you or find your book or just contact you in any way, where where can they find you? Yes, um, I can be found on my website. It's called Joyful Radiance. Dot com j-o-y-f-u-l-r-a-d-i-a-n-c joyfulradiance.com and yes you can get oh there's a lot of articles on confidence building and other topics and also um if you're interested feel free to opt in there are two heartwarming meditations that you can get for free and i am also offering um my book on that website as well and also on Amazon, Humanity's Cry for Change. And, um, yeah, just feel free to reach out if, if you have a question or a comment. I would love to hear from you. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you heard it here, ladies, joyfulradiance.com. Please go find Kate. Go see her resources. And also be sure to subscribe to FemPower You uh, so you can check out future episodes. Um, I hope this was empowering for you as much as it was for me. And until next time, be empowered and be you.